You are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Taverly, and I am here for deep soul level conversations and connections about spirituality to step into a deeper understanding of what lies on the other side of the veil. As a social impact entrepreneur, founder of the Moon Temple Mystery School, high priestess and ritualist, I am shining a light on walking the awakening path and how it weaves into our daily lives. I invite you to take a deep breath, leave what you know at the door, and step into the mysteries with me. You are listening to Grit and Grace, and I must tell you all that you are in for a massive treat today. We have an award-winning holistic therapist, gifted spiritual and life coach, and ceremonialist. Her journey leads her to incredible spiritual experiences, which are the foundation of her work, from discovering ley lines and ancient power places that contain mystical energies, to working with shamans around the world, receiving light codes and anchoring into higher frequencies in the crystalline grid. I mean, be still my heart. She works with people from all walks of life by sharing her light language, crystal healing and readings. Her light codes are truly amazing and her toning and use of sound to create activation in others is profoundly impactful. And I'm so excited to introduce Katarina Heuser to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you. It's such an honor. And I'm so, so excited to share the energies with you all. Yeah. And it's really wonderful because we, without knowing it, we booked this on the full moon in Scorpio. And, you know, before we were recording, we were talking about how wild the energy is right now. And in the moment you and I got on this call, we're like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. So from your perspective, let's maybe start with a little bit of this full moon energy. Like, what is what like what's happening what's going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah my guides call this particular full moon a deep diver moon and it means that we are guided so profoundly into the crevices of our souls and really also um, what they're saying especially for this audience we are unpacking ancient gifts we're ready to really re-immerse into the truthfulness and the fullness of who we are and Scorpio is always the guide where things that have been deeply hidden also for reasons what happened to us in past lives. If we've been on this path many lifetimes, we also had experiences that weren't always so easy. And, and many of us fear that in our energy. And we feel, or my guides are just saying right now, we're giving the go ahead to get past these limitations to fully reconnect with our soul gifts in a far more profound and accelerated way and also um, around the earth, um, the dark ley lines and the dark grid has been so cleared for the last couple of months. It's amazing. So now the energy that's coming in from higher dimensions, say the seven spiritual suns from far out in the universe, our galactic team can now reach us, our heart, our planet, and um, it can work through it without having any buffer or hindrance in the system. So we are all on a beautiful journey of acceleration and it's upcoming Beltane, which is the energy of fire. And it feels like it's this alchemical process of fire and water meeting to transmute what no longer serves. And it feels like, you know, there's this fairy tale when you go through the golden gate and you become this shiny person again, or that you work for for lifetimes is now paying off and, um, we are showered with gifts 
abilities, abundance, new opportunities. And even in preparation for the call today, I was tuning in and I thought, oh my God, it's so amazing. And I see all these beautiful souls that are ready and awakening, they're blossoming. And my guide said, the sparkles are now going around the world. And that's all of us here, you know, our souls start to sparkle, start to radiate and start to have a positive impact and on a far more expanded level than we used to. You know, it feels like the dial is turned up, you know, from three to a hundred Right. Wow. And for everybody that's listening, I'm sure they just got the body feels like I did listening to you. So, so much of who you are, you just express in that overview of what's happening, right? You have such gifts to tap into your guides, um, galactic energies, the crystalline grid. And I actually don't know a lot of people that understand or can access the crystalline grid. And I find that fascinating that you tap into that so clearly. I tapped into the crystalline grid for the first time during a plant medicine ceremony, and it's still available to me. Like I can kind of like, if I have to I have to work at it because it's not yeah. been a part of my practice yet. Um, yes, <laughs> but I can, I can, I can feel those vibrations. So, let's take our listeners back to like how, how, and where did these amazing, truly amazing gifts that you have? How did they develop, and and how did you start your path to get to where you are? And then I want to come back to because I want to talk about the galactic team, but that's going to come yes. after. <laughs> we'll hear a little bit about yeah. your background and history because mm-hmm. you just wowed me, right? I mean, I, that could be we could just put that on repeat what you just said, and I would be happy. But thank you for for taking mm-hmm. us deep right mm-hmm. away. So mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, and I mean, it depends on how you want to look at someone's journey. And I've always been able to see past lives, even when I was small. And I'm born in East Germany to a family where one side, my dad's side is atheist and my mom's side is Catholic. And then I come along and speak about past lives and look at the stars and ask which constellation I'm looking at. So certain gifts and abilities have always been with me. And in my case, it's been because I've been dedicated kind of on that path for many lifetimes. I've um, worked with toning the crystalline grid already in um, Lemuria, in Atlantis. um, And it only unfolded through time. And I had a lot of trauma in this lifetime and past lifetimes to work through. And I think I've already had that desire to go deep and understand the mechanics behind in order to shift things um, a friend of mine, when I was in school, she always said, Katerina, you really want to bend your destiny. <laughs> oh, I like that, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, exactly. that's pretty powerful. I yeah. bend that, that might be the title of the show, Bend Your Destiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's true. And it feels, you know, we all have inherent deep capacities. And I think I never wanted any of the circumstances to define me or reduce of who I am and what I'm capable of. And I think that um, no matter what's happening, I make it through has been such a determination that I um, went through all those tricky many initiations because all the capacities that I have now are only because I do so much in service. I work so much in Mm. nature with Gaia, a ground higher dimensional energies. In the last four years, I think I've done 230 ceremonies in nature on my own, Mm. sometimes with groups. 
doing crystalline grids, um, checking what um, energies need to come into the planet. I've worked many years on deconstructing the dark grid, if you like. Um, mm. And that's just lower thought forms and desire for power and greed. And that was all a result of the, you know, collective downfall of all of us, you know. So I wouldn't even say there are good people and bad people. At the end, sooner or later, we are all aligned with the light. And that's also what I'm always saying. Being a warrior for the light means more to be an invitation for everyone to choose light, to align with it. I'm not fighting the dark. You know, it's just somebody makes choices that lead a certain path. And I'm always the invitation to say, maybe there's another option for you. And maybe that option brings you more light and joy. And um, I have <laughs> I've seen my past lives and I've been incarnated in so many indigenous ways. Um, I've been burned, um, hanged <laughs> many times. You know, I, I think I've seen the lightest and the darkest aspects of that path mm. ever since the fall. And in this lifetime, I've always, ever since I'm 13, I um, studied the tarot, astrology, other aspects. I studied Carl Gustav Jung with a spiritual mentor of mine. And then I studied psychology in university. Um, I went to Ireland and had my first real mystical experiences um, with the high crosses and ley lines. And, you know, when I arrived as a proper German, <laughs> mm -hmm. my landlady said, you know, your womb is a bit cold and it will always be that way. And I said, oh, that's fine. She said, that's because there's a ghost from the feminine time. Say wow. again. Um, so... <laughs> not alone in this room and she's like no you're not and you know that is a German I mean I always been open to that but that it's so common in Ireland and so integrated and non-spooky was really an eye-opener for me and I think spending that year in Ireland um, has really profoundly deepened me and brought me in touch with my mystical side um, and I also work with more mystical beings like dragons unicorns um, phoenix other beings from mystical realms and in the time of Lemuria they were actually on the planet and then as the density got too low these beings couldn't sustain here anymore and they went back into another realm but I'm so so excited the energies are getting so much higher mm -hmm. so they are returning and it's so beautiful because that changes everything um, and um, with your own mystical energies, I'm sure you can sense that. And the mystical energies of Ireland and the UK, they are very special. Um, from That's two places on earth that have a very unique energetic signature that always kept that portal to the, say, I wouldn't say earth magic because fairies and pixies are also higher dimensional beings with a galactic imprint, but more attuned to nature and Gaia in order for her to sustain herself. So um, it's always really unusual. And for me, having lived in Ireland and France and Sweden, now in different places in the UK, I can really feel how different nature is responding. For instance, in Sweden, um, it's so dark and cold for half a year. And then I went for the first time to the UK and I was walking along somewhere and I got a strong message and thought, oh, where did it come from? And I looked above and then one of the trees said, it was from me. And I said, oh, my God, did you just communicate oh, with I me? Love said, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it when the trees communicate. It's like my yeah. favorite thing. <laughs> yes. And I had it the first time, 2012 in Glastonbury. And it was so clear. And I said, but how come in Sweden they say nothing? And they said, you know, the Swedish trees are so inward drawn. 
And because in the UK, you know, with the Celtic tradition and the Druids, the trees are so used to communicating or, you know, like you in your own soul, you are so aware and connected with nature that you naturally have that connection. Yeah, but in Germany, the trees are different. Again, it's not as strong as here. That's so beautiful. I have to tell you that um, Mm -hmm. I just... I just realized a very strong connection you and I mm-hmm. have is around my Celtic roots. So my family is from Ireland and Wales, and I just oh, finished um, a complete study of the Celtic mysteries. So I, mm-hmm. I went through the whole process and initiated into the Celtic mysteries. And I had planned to spend three months in Ireland last year, flights booked, place stayed, everything arranged, and I had to cancel because we weren't allowed to travel. But I have, I still have all those credits <laughs> ready. Yeah. I, I long to be on the lands mm-hmm. of Ireland where mm-hmm. my, my roots are from, where my family's from. And the lands have been calling to me for a long time. And you just helped me live a little bit mm-hmm. of Ireland mm-hmm. in my body just from explaining it and feeling your experience there. Yeah. Yeah, you have that very strongly. And in Ireland, there are several really profound, beautiful um, portals. And one of them is called Newgrange. Mm-hmm. And that's also the Hill of Tara is nearby. That's where the Celtic um, kings were crowned. And Newgrange is also a really strong interdimensional portal. And um, last year for the winter solstice, they streamed a live stream. Newgrange is like what they call an ancient burial chamber, but it's actually a womb. It's a huge womb of Mm. Gaia where the light enters on the 21st of December through a small shaft of light. Yes, yes. And I feel even watching that replay um, would be really profound for you to tap into that energy. I will definitely check that out. So this this makes a lot of sense to for you to be born in this lifetime to bring all of these gifts forward mm. and go through all of the different levels of I mean life <laughs> is initiation but all the different levels yeah. of tapping into different energetic sources mm. to activate your own gifts to come mm-hmm. forward. So at what point did you start like bringing this work for others as opposed to Mm-hmm. you know, tuning yourself mm-hmm. in because mm-hmm. that's for a lot of people listening, you know, they're still in that process of aligning themselves mm-hmm. with the light. And so once you've done that and you started sharing your gifts with others in your business and tell us the name of your business and your website. So those that are listening yeah. know where mm-hmm. to start looking to start bookmarking. <laughs> We're going to tell them several times, but what is your yeah. website? Yeah, it's my name, Katerina Um And then it's K-A-T-A-R-I-N-A. And then H-E-U-S-E-R dot com. And I will put that in the show notes for people as well. So yeah, what at what point did you start doing this work yeah. for others? And I, I have a few mm-hmm. questions around that. Specifically, mm-hmm. is when the moment we start teaching, I feel like a new level of mastery or new up-leveling of our connection happens when you start sharing it with others. So that's why I'm curious as to when that took place. Yeah. So um, with starting psychology in university, that was the first step that I definitely, from the beginning, want to be supportive. Um, Having those experiences in Ireland, because psychology didn't really satisfy me and it felt really surface to what I already knew in my soul was there. And I thought, no, I I need to find something deeper. And then... um, I, when did it start? In Sweden, I trained with the shamans from Peru, and that was um, 11 years ago. And then I also trained Angelic Reiki in 2013. 
And the angelic Reiki was really a booster for me where I became an angelic Reiki master teacher. And just as you say, when you start teaching, it brings a whole other range in. And my guides explained it in a way because it is, like you say, it goes beyond your personal journey. It's when you offer it to others, when you are in service. And anything that I'm doing, um, I'm always accelerated when the whole purpose is how can I serve others? How can I make, and, and it doesn't always need to be people. It's sometimes also how can I help the animal kingdom or how can I help the grid system to be uplifted? So I think I've worked with nature actively um, all my life, not knowing and then becoming aware of it at 13, 14, and then say that I took it to the realm of humans. Um, that mm -hmm. was, um, and I started as a career coach and I helped people with long-term illnesses and sicknesses. And I was 27 or 28 at the time. Mm. So that's now a couple of years back. Yeah. <laughs> I can't count right now. Yeah, yeah, and then, beautiful. So I, I think I started slowly. I started, say, more in an outer 3D world having done my own spiritual training always aside, and then um, that I took it into the whole spiritual realm was 2013 with becoming an angelic Reiki master. And that's also when I started channeling myself. I could always uh, I was channel ask. Yeah. Yeah. And the light language came when I was in Cheltenham. I did some really um, intense work because Cheltenham is close to London and London was a dark portal at the time. And I didn't have enough in my system to clear it. And I asked my guides and I said, I know I, from all my heart, I want to shift this year, but I've got nothing in my toolkit. What can I do? And then I could see this ball of light forming in my hands because I'm predominantly first um, a healer, if you like. I channel through my hands and my voice then. And then I could feel it. And then the words came in and all of a sudden my energy expanded. And then that's how it started. And a year or two earlier, I was in Peru for four weeks with a lady who was channeling. And I said, oh, I so want to channel. And she said, Karina, I could book you on one of my courses, but I know your gift will open when it's ready. I'm not allowed to teach you, if you like. It has to come through you. And so I had to wait another year or two for it then to fully activate. And it only started with tonings, even in the angelic Reiki attunements um, and the teachings I've received. I shifted energies first with my sounds. I made tones. I could feel it. I could feel the resonance. And it was more impactful than with my hands. And then sounds came. And sometimes it's really funny how light language, different energies awaken for me. It's when I work with clients. Mm -hmm. I had one client and she really needed this Lyran energy coming in. And I didn't speak Lyran prior. <laughs> And then I just opened myself up and thought, oh, God, how can I expand my energy that I can bring in those codes? Because they sound really different. And another time somebody um, had really distorted programs in their system and the higher self was ready to let it go. And then I spoke a completely different language just to recode somebody. So I think for me, my gifts always come in when they are needed for a purpose, when they are called for. So Beautiful. I can never plan on accelerating. It's it's happening as of when. Mm -hmm. When it's needed. Beautiful. I mm -hmm. love that so much. And thank you for sharing it. So I mentioned this to you before, and I'm, I'm going to offer it if now feels like a good time to answer this question. Mm -hmm. I love using myself as an example of, of mm -hmm. what kind of service you do for others. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that first attracted me to you when I heard you channel the light language is mm -hmm. I have felt in my body probably since almost a year ago, like spring mm -hmm. of um, 
spring of the year of the pandemic of being at home, I felt the bubbling. It, it, for me, it's like a bubbling of the light language in my body. And I went up to the mountains. There's this place I like to go, this cabin I like to go to. And I was there with a friend and there was a portal open in that mm-hmm. cabin. And so I went into the portal um, during lucid dreaming and closed it because the portal wasn't for me. But when I came out of it, I'm like, oh, that that was also part of my like preparing me for for the light language and um and I don't know I don't know what that means or how to go about that so I would love uh-huh. to have you share and you're welcome uh-huh. to talk about anything about me people on the show uh-huh. know that it's yeah. I'm, I'm an open book there's nothing to yeah. Um, to hold back. And I think that, you know, we can use me as an example of what's possible for you to help awaken in others. So I'm just going to like, like hit me. And I close my eyes and I'm like, okay, what do you, what do you see? What do you feel? What should I know? Um, I mean, from your soul level, you really, really profoundly, deeply are like a shivers all through me. Um, a real ancient mystery high priestess, and at least, no, no, you already started in Lemuria and you brought in the divine feminine codes. Um, actually, you are really aligned with the Andromedan galaxy that's now bringing the codes back in. And I can feel, um, all right, I don't know if you're aware that you are on a twin flame path, but I feel like there's another soul really wanting to connect with you. And that's like your divine masculine counterpart. It doesn't need to be somebody you know it's more on a much more expanded higher self soul level and um i get shivers as well and you were holding the divine feminine codes um in atlantis as well um and you were working with that soul very strongly together and then um, you went separate ways due to the fall of um, humanity and you really i think you also were an oracle of delphi you have been channeling you bring in codes and messages and your crown chakra is really really strong um, and what I'd like to do in the light language activation for you your stellar gateway and your soul star are ready to be tuned because when you have a strong crown and you're already very grounded as a person you know you are um, when I always say you know we can only expand outwards when we have deeply roots you know like the tree of life has as much root system as well as the branches that absorb the light and with you you have done such an incredible foundational work that um, <laughs> your abilities are going through the roof I'm hearing um, and you also had a certain device on your head, um, like a very unusual crown. It looks like a super narrow um, triangular structure. And that's like an antenna to reach far, far into the universe. And your pineal gland is about to be modified in the light language will impact that positively as well. And you also radiate energies with your hands. I see like huge diamonds in your hands that are transmitters and um, radiance I'm hearing. So when you, with your sky-high abilities to go deep into the universe, you receive those codes and then you radiate them out into the surroundings. You can place them on the earth and they go into the crystalline system. Um, I feel you can also awaken people's third eye with these hand activations that's going to come in now, um, and you can place your right hand gently over their third eye, 
and that will also clear vast amounts. I feel like you're going to awaken a lot of people, like very directly. It's like boom, boom, boom. I feel that really strongly with you. And I also feel, um, I see you within a very ancient Celtic necklace. That's a power symbol. And it is the Ankh um, to a degree, but also with a snake around and a modification. So it feels like in your case, it brings, uh, and there are tree branches around, and it brings that Celtic, the Egyptian path together, and it's fused through your strong Kundalini energy. And, you know, in um, Peru, they would say you have such a connection with Pachamama, mm. you know, with the consciousness of, Gaia of the goddess earth mother and in a profound way and I also know and I can see you've been an Asina you've been definitely around um, Mother Mary so I feel strongly Mother Mary um, as one of your primary guides in that lifetime I see Anna, I see Maria Magdalena and I see you receiving activations with your hands from them as well with the sacred oils um, attunements All right, okay, and Mary Magdalene will open your throat. She's the one who will awaken that gift because she was also the one that closed the higher third eye and the throat. So the sacred codes that you were holding could not be given to the wrong people. You know, there was an energetic um, device in it for safekeeping for you that these gifts wouldn't be allowed to be shared that would harm you at the time, that you would be killed or, you know, tortured for the gift that you carry. And that is so strongly in your throat. And she placed something on there, which you will remove. Oh, she's saying with the holy breath of Shekinah, this will be resolved. Um, Wow, and I get shivers all up my spine, and that will also further awaken your kundalini energy. And you will channel enormously. Can you feel? Does oh, this resonate? What I'm oh, bringing? so much. I I will start with Mary Magdalene. Um, for about mm. a year now, I read something mm. different about her and um, do journeys with her, mm -hmm. uh, like almost monthly. And I don't yeah. I I don't necessarily receive a lot of information back from her, but I feel. Mm who she is. She comes up in books and music everywhere mm -hmm. I look. She's always like right there. So that part mm -hmm. doesn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in awe. I definitely feel like I might be at a loss for words because I'm just feeling so deeply everything mm -hmm. that you're saying. And wow, <laughs> my body, mm -hmm. my body is responding in wild ways. Yeah. Can you see my face is like really, really yeah. warm? <laughs> yeah. And am I allowed to do that activation to yes. open your crown, soul star, and stellar gateway? And yes. your voice will be tapped in by Mary Magdalene directly. Yes. So tell so tell us, what does that look like? Do I just close my eyes and listen? Is yeah. That, yeah, okay. exactly. So um, you close your eyes, um, take a deep breath, and you may want to hold your hands together and either in a mudra position or over your heart whatever feels most grounding and aligned for you. And then um, I asked that I have permission to connect with you, Tavali, and your higher self to bring forth what serves your highest and greatest good and that of your listeners in this moment. 
And do I have permission to bring that in for you? Yes. All right. Okay. Oh, God. It's such an honor. I can feel this. It feels so sacred. It's like, I don't really take a deep breath. I mean, I feel like because we're also recording, I'm like, okay, this is, people are going to, this is, this is so amazing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You are not, you are Blessed it be, so mote it be, and so it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you may just like to take a deep breath into your heart, allowing those energies to reverberate through your system. Feeling the expansion taking place and knowing you're divinely loved, connected, and protected. And whenever you're ready, you return into this time and space now.
Wow. I think you're going to have to host the rest of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I can just explain to the listeners what was coming in for everyone. So you have a moment to really allow that to settle in with you. Um, At the end, we've um, all received the divine heart flame activation from Mary Magdalene. And that flame in the heart is now burning. It's anchored in our womb and our system. And the radiance of your gifts is ready to step forward. And for you, um, Tavali, it was a blend between your Celtic Egyptian and your galactic energies. It was a fuse. And um, you have a beautiful galactic team from Venus, from Andromeda, very dedicated, divine, feminine, very soft, gentle, yet powerful, grounded energies coming in. Um, I'm hearing you also have a link with inner earth. Um, so from inner earth, um, there are ancient power places and you've placed in the time of Lemuria sacred energies in some pools that are streaming into inner earth and now that energy is ready to immerse outward. And I see, um, I think there's a sacred pool in Hawaii. I know there's one on Uluru. Um, but there's also a place in the UK or Ireland. And let me know when you come over here so mm-hmm. that I can meet and I can yeah. give you an initiation in a sacred place. Yeah. And do you feel like you've returned and it's settling mm-hmm. in? Yeah, I feel like, um, well, first I have a little blood coming out of my nose. So I feel, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would say from like mid chest to my head mm-hmm. had, um, I can only describe it as like increased blood flow. Like if you were like yeah. running or mm-hmm. sitting under something really heat and you felt a pulse, like I felt the pulse under my skin. I also felt like something happened in my upper back like in my shoulder blade area um <laughs> this will sound wild <laughs> those who listen to my show know that i can this, this will sound wild but um something came like out of my skin like outward like, like through my shoulder blade area mm-hmm. yeah wow wow so this is what you do for people. This is what you do. Yeah. This, I mean, <laughs> I think about everybody listening and they must be like, wow, how can mm-hmm. I access that now? And I know that although that was um, fused for me, mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene will mm-hmm. be bringing something that will collectively benefit everybody. And, so, and that was a divine heart yeah. flame activation for everyone. And she also activated the womb. So the womb is our spiral. And for women, and I'm teaching um, courses now for women and how to access all of our capacities. And I just downloaded that course in March with my first group. And I'm offering a light language course in how to learn speaking light language starting end of May in three modules to really tap into that. And it's very different how energies work for women versus men. And women hold their power center literally in the womb, and it's a spiraling motion. And Mary Magdalene really allowed that spiraling motion within all of us to return. And from that spiraling motion, it few or it enhances the flow in our heart. And that's what you felt. You really reacted to that increase from below, and that really intensified the capacity of our heart, the flame of our heart where we can also burn away what no longer serves. You know, that flaming heart is really 
um, the divine flame of the violet flame, the white flame, um, the green flame of regenesis and rejuvenation. It's all part of that that works together as one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I just I just wonder, Katerina, mm -hmm. how come everybody in the world is not associated to you right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want, I want to bring you to the masses in so many uh -huh. ways because mm -hmm. I know people can connect to what you're saying and they can hear you, but until you feel it, um, yeah. it's difficult to describe, although you do describe it very well. I would not be able to describe what you do and how you activate as well as you describe it for yourself, but people mm -hmm. needing to experience this for themselves mm -hmm. will have a profound mm -hmm. impact and it's it's an experiential process. And so I'm going to invite everybody that's listening to go to Katerina's website, go check her out. We are also going to do, um, this may have already happened by the time you're listening to the show, but we're going to do some Instagram lives. We're going to do some other joint collaborations. So, you know, if, if, if you want to hear a little bit more, go find us on Moon Temple School on Instagram. Um, or on Katarina's pages, and we will, mm -hmm. you know, we'll con I'll continue to give you access to her mm -hmm. every which way that I can because I know how mm -hmm. profound this will be for everyone. And then book a book a session with Katarina directly. Let her tap into mm -hmm. the energies that you need to see and and the light language. Of course, I want to check out your your class that starts at the end of May. Mm -hmm. And so, Katarina, I'm going to ask you for people that have not mm -hmm. yet experienced what a galactic team mm -hmm. even is. Cause yeah. I mean, you're, you're mm -hmm. talking Lemuria, mm -hmm. you're talking, mm -hmm. um, you know, Oracle of mm -hmm. Delphi, you're talking about ancient times mm -hmm. and places that mm -hmm. some people might not understand. Can you yeah. give us this idea of these galactic places? And then mm -hmm. question number two is going to be, mm -hmm. yes, does this have to do with also our connection to life forms from other planets that are happening yeah. more prevalent now? Yeah. And um, for me, um, I've always look to the stars ever since I've been small and I looked and I thought there are so so many I we cannot be the only ones and I experienced galactical connections more say on an energetic level I wouldn't say I've seen beings in spaceships or in um, galactic forms I always connected with the light body so the light body of a person, so that's their auric field. And I've seen that with beings in Lemuria, in Atlantis, with the dragons I work with. So for me, I wasn't, say, appalled or frightened by it because I've always had that connection, but more on a heart level. And I think so many alien movies put me off. <laughs> so, ooh, yeah, you the know. Hollywood version of it. Yeah, that's yeah, not, exactly. we just all have to remember mm -hmm. that Hollywood is Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. think for me then connecting more on a soul level and through sound and galactic consciousness in the light is always far more loving, expanded, um, gracious. And in Egyptian times, the goddess Hathor looks also very different and she is um, definitely a star being Isis is a star being, Horus is a star being, that are um, beings of a much higher consciousness that incarnated on Earth to bring those higher galactical codes. And <clears throat> Isis, for instance, is strongly associated with Sirius. Mm. So for me, having that ancient connection with the Egyptians then also built the energetic bridge to the galactics because it's benevolent beings who are far more advanced than we are and that want to lead us a hand to help us expand in our mm -hmm. conscious evolution. And how I explain light language, for me, it's simply cosmic communication. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's a creative force and energy is expressed in sound or in numbers or in colors. And they hold a certain frequency. And you know how sometimes when people take pictures and they see those beautiful light orbs, yeah. that is also encoded information. In that case, you know, you just see it visible. Or I know people who write light language. And it is there are different ways how this information can come in. And the galactic team, I work very strongly with Ashtar Command. And that's a Starfleet um, of I was going to say international, but, <laughs> so, you know, it's interspatial um, yeah. communication, you know, beings yeah. from different planets. And I always loved watching Star Trek, um, the next generation. <clears throat> and for me, that's really where beings from other dimensions work together to support us on our journey. And the Arcturians um, come in recently very strongly. They have very highly advanced frequency. And I think your opening that you just received feels very Arcturian. You are very strongly connected with Arcturian energies. The Andromedans are very much twin flame aligned, um, male, female, inner balance and harmony. Oh, and you received um, the Cosmic Egg um, and your listeners as well. Mary Magdalene brought in the Cosmic Egg. And one of the symbols of Mary Magdalene is the egg. And they've shown me that you were all placed, each and every one, in a cosmic egg. And that is also, um, she's saying right now, um, it's encoded information in that eggshell, if you like. It creates a higher resonance in your auric field. It offers lower dimension frequencies with more ease. And... Um, <laughs> It's a gift for your acceleration of your journey, she's saying, and it's really beautiful. And then it always stays with you, you know, that a cosmic egg will expand. And it also helps you to align your frequencies more with um, higher dimensional beings from other realms. Um, you know, what I just saw is the triangle you talked about in my palms mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. the communication to the mm -hmm. um, crystalline grid. It's the communication yeah. to information coming in. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of work uh, as a high priestess mm -hmm. in mystery school mm -hmm. um, with my hands, even if it's virtually, mm -hmm. I do a lot of work mm -hmm. and I've started to feel these different shifts of what I do when I open and close circles with my hands mm -hmm. or if mm -hmm. I'm ending or um, creating connection. I have been doing more of that even virtually because mm -hmm. it's, it's just yeah. the energy that I can push mm -hmm. forward. But I just saw those triangles being like, um, like keyholes. Yeah. I just got that visual. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's your interdimensional connection. You know, so also you, when you get really charged up now with that higher portal opening with the Arcturians around you, you stream it in through your um, stellar gateway soul star into your crown, into your body, and then you can anchor it in the land, putting your hands on the land or a tree you know, um, you can also place your third eye on a tree, your hands on the trunk, and then it will go far deep into the earth. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I, I love being the example because it's super amazing. That is super amazing. So does mm -hmm. everybody have um, the ability to channel different types of light codes or some people, because I definitely know as a healer, I didn't really see myself that way until it, it came. Um, but do people channel in different ways or does everybody have access to light language? Um, I asked myself the same question and actually everyone who's attracted to it has ah. the ability to do it. And there are people where they think I'm nuts, they, they can't relate to it and it doesn't impact them. And I asked my guides, why is this the case? And they said, they don't have the energetic resonance. 
but like you, you felt really attracted. It's because you have that inherent gift and it can come through sound. It can come through colors. It can come through um, writing codes. There are so many different ways, but you have a really powerful voice. So for you, I definitely see you speaking, speaking. my language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. actually have anchored into some of my mm-hmm. own values as mm-hmm. um, as the the person that I am mm-hmm. and in the communities that I work mm-hmm. in to use my voice to mm-hmm. speak truth, um, to help mm-hmm. others, you know, th- mm-hmm. with their own activation. I'll say others awaken. Mm-hmm. I, I have mm-hmm. already, I've committed to that. And I know that that's yeah. a part of what's coming mm-hmm. for me. So, wow, this is fascinating. Mm. Katerina, I am, mm. I am like your biggest <laughs> fan. Oh I, was, I was before you even did that. And now I'm like, yeah, there was a reason why I have been so called to you for a while. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so tell people where they mm-hmm. can find you. If they want to listen to some other um, light mm-hmm. codes, you do yeah. regular lives on Facebook. So mm-hmm. what is, is that, yeah. that just your name, Katerina yeah. Hauser on Facebook? Okay. So I yeah. will put the link to that um, in the mm-hmm. show notes so people can go back and like listen to some of your lives and get to know you better. Mm-hmm. We'll put a mm-hmm. link to your website so people can mm-hmm. book direct sessions with you mm-hmm. in any classes mm-hmm. that you have coming mm-hmm. up. And mm-hmm. we will, Katerina, I'm excited. We're going to do some yeah. more lives and I want everyone I know to meet you. So be prepared oh for <laughs> lots of introductions. If people could see me, I'm blushing all the way. You know, it's like I'm so shy. I'm so not used to it. So thank you so much. I'm really, really grateful for your beautiful energies. And you are a divine activator. You know, you hold the energy of Excalibur, the sword of truth, of alignment, and you are here to awaken women. You so know, interesting you, you say really that. Strong Mm-hmm. In my Celtic initiation, mm-hmm. I was awarded, um, I was given from the Morgan, mm-hmm. the Sword of Nuwada, which is the yeah. Sword of Truth. So yeah. as soon mm-hmm. as you said that, Excalibur, I'm like, oh, I, f- I actually <laughs> forgot for a moment that I have, I carry the Sword of Nuwada, right? It's, which mm-hmm. is a torch on one side to illuminate mm-hmm. and um, a blade on the other side to warrior, mm-hmm. to protect Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So keep going. Yeah. I interrupted you. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's really so strong. I feel that with you. And, you know, it's so perfect. And you are so generous in heart, you know, and so open and kind. You know, you awaken people really gracefully, you know. So you have a really special gift. And I'm so grateful you stepped into all of who you are, you know, to allow others to follow you. You know, you're a trailblazer in the most truest sense of well, the word. thank you. Thank you. Sometimes uh-huh. I feel like a disruptor and that's okay. <laughs> I will t- I will take the disruptor title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I would call it catalyst. Catalyst, catalyst is more yeah, because yeah, somebody better, may be yeah. ready or not, but it's not down to you. If yes. you're called to do it, you got to do it. Right. But you are a catalyst for light. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I feel the same about you. You are change people's mm-hmm. lives just from using your voice and the work that you do. So I am here putting my hands together, just offering a deep bow to you and the work that you oh, do in this you. world. Thank you. Thank you, Katerina. Thank you. <laughs> thank You're amazing. You. <laughs> thank you. And everyone, see, I told you that this was going to be amazing. Thank you for listening to Grit and Grace. Please do leave us a review and a rating on whatever listening app that you are you are tuning in and we will be back bringing you more amazing amazing shows and trust me katarina will be back if she'll come i will have her back i mean i would just make this a co-hosted show if i could (laughs) Uh, but i will have katarina back so thank you for listening and we will be back soon thank you for joining us today on any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. 
And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there. 